Yes, yes, we're back. It's your boy, Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder of Cinema Draft, and the owner of BlacksandBitcoin.com, where everybody's welcome, but I stay black, loving Bitcoin. And the purpose of this podcast and the site is to bring all newbies and hodlers alike into a mutual joy and love of crypto. And I'm very excited today to have my first non-related guest. He, you know him from being one half the Black Republican, Black Democrat, Twin Cities FM radio podcast. He's also a, a banker at Wells Fargo by day and cryptocurrency crusader for Ripple by night. It is Pat Wynn Lawrence. What's going on, Pat Wynn? And we, oh, and we lost Pat with, no, no, oh, I'm so sad, I had him all set up, and we lost Pat Win. hopefully he can jump back into the call, hopefully it wasn't all of my theatrics that was, that was making it happen, anyways, Pat Win, he, <laughs> come on back, Pat Win. Uh we'll be right here for you, we'll just keep on recording, basically, uh, and also just to tease next week's interview, which should hopefully, there he is, welcome back, sir, <laughs> okay. Yes. What happened? I, I, you know, it's probably my setup. I'm sorry we kicked you off. I'm glad you're back. I just gave you a nice, great, big send setup. Called you a uh, investment, uh, a banker by day for Wells Fargo and a crypto crusader for Ripple at night. So go ahead, Pat Win. Yeah. Introduce yourself to the people. What's going on, man? Oh, right. I'm doing well. Thanks. Um, thanks for having me on. Uh, it's been an interesting couple of uh, uh, days, actually. You know, with the market, it's been very interesting. But I'm excited because. You know, when you see all the red, that means it's sales. I love good sales. It's always about getting a good deal. So uh, yes, if everybody every... had, you know, yesterday or maybe this morning, yesterday and previous days, if they thought, oh, this is a good time to, you know, scoop up some coins that I hadn't had in my portfolio, it was time to do it. I did it. Go and you look at CoinMarketCap or whatever, you know, uh, website you use to kind of watch uh, cryptocurrency. You would be very pleased right now. Absolutely. So and, and actually, I do want to get to the sales in a moment. But but, um, the, but my first question, and I think it's going to be like my first question every time I interview someone. And you are guinea pig. You're my first uh, uh, yes, my first uh, non-related guest, not the coin mom this time uh, on, on this podcast. My first question I, I definitely want to know from everyone who comes on this podcast is I, I call it the brown sugar question. When did you first fall in love with crypto? I would say I first fell in love with crypto back in 2013 when I realized I had missed out on Bitcoin. And it's kind of the story that a lot of people have. I, I first heard about it in 2011, but I, you know, it had just hit, I think, like $32 or so. And I was like, oh, I missed that. And so then I just kind of didn't pay any more attention to it until uh, November of 2013. And that's when it hit $1,000. And then I was like, oh, I didn't miss out or I would not have missed out <laughs> if I would have acted <laughs> on it a couple of years ago. And I missed out again. So I was like, you know what? I'm not missing out anymore. And so what I did is more at Bitcoin. I actually looked at the other coins okay. and that's how I found Ripple. Um, 
Ripple um, was actually, I think, probably number two or three at, at that time. And Litecoin was there. I remember Litecoin was like maybe $2 <laughs> at that time. <laughs> wow. And, uh, and then I was like, you know, I really like Ripple. I really like what they're trying to do in terms of taking over payments and uh, being a, kind of an Internet of things. And I, that's when I invested. And I invested less than $1,000 because I was a little unsure, uh, you know, this the rest is history. And and how much was Ripple when when you when you got into it? Like how much uh, per Ripple for XRP? Point zero zero six. Oh my lord, you are Ripple yeah. rich right now, huh? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I but I you know I put in less than a thousand, uh, and so kind of my only regret about that is of course is like not putting in more. Right. But it's not really even about that. It's about. That's what I use to then grow. And as you know, how, you know, Ripple has gone over, you know, the past, you know, even this past year, um, those, those funds that you have now built to then um, diversify and to get into other coins um, as well. And so um, I think that's actually probably one of your questions later on. So, uh, well, yeah, well, no, actually, and actually, I mean, we'll, we'll get into diversifying in a, in a second, but actually, I, I'm, I'm going to, you're going to be the poster boy for Ripple for a second, only because it's such okay. a, a divisive um, uh, coin that's out there. I personally was anti-Ripple until I went on to your show, the Black Republican, Black Democrat podcast, and you, yeah. and, and you basically explained to me why you like Ripple. So explain to everyone else why you like Ripple and, and why you think it's worth uh you know investing in or hodling even in the short term yeah yeah absolutely so you know i think what ripple is trying to do in terms of being you know dealing with the payment systems between banks but then also diversifying and looking at other ways you know to how to be you know impactful with the payment system and so first of all between banks with like swift where they do quadrillions of dollars of um you know um money movement a year you know, Ripple is trying to get a portion of, well, really, I think Ripple's trying to get all of it, but, you know, even <laughs> if they only get a portion of it, just think about what that will do if they utilize, you know, the token, uh, the currency with, uh, with the payments, uh, because that has been the concern. I think that's actually one of been the second largest concern people have had about Ripple, the first being it's, it's not, it's centralized. Yes. Um, centralized. And so both of those points are not, are not, uh, are, are not true. Um, oh, it's uh, you know Ripple is not centralized. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is becoming more decentralized. And so oh, they, okay. explain how they've been working on over the past that, couple of years. Yeah, no, no. Please explain how it's how it's less centralized because that seems to be you know one of the biggest uh, arguments against it, and it was one of my initial concerns before I realized, like you said, all the the trillions, I guess the quadrillions of you know uh, dollars. The quadrillions, yeah. yeah the quadrillions. That ooh, wow, that's that's more than trillions, y'all. Yeah, y'all. Uh, yeah the quadrillions that are exchanged between the banks. Thousand. I'm sorry, go and ahead. So, yeah, and so, oh, yeah, yes, and so that that's what they're trying to do, and as you know, they've announced, you know, they're uh, partnering with um, MoneyGram, um, right? MoneyGram, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, they're partnering with MoneyGram, and then they also have a couple other household names that should be uh, coming out soon. Some people have speculated it's like Uber and Amazon, oh. uh, but, you know, Oof. we'll see. Ooh, and they, the we got the inside banker dope, y'all. People who... Well, but that's where well the, where people have come up with those two names is by going through Ripple's presentations that they've okay. given, you know, throughout the world, and they've had Amazon and Ripple as uh, Amazon and Uber as examples up there, and people feel well, you wouldn't be using a company's logo like that, and uh, unless there's some kind of talks or 
you know, mm-hmm. partners. So that's why people, so, so it may, it may not be those two companies, maybe something else. Okay. So, uh, but that's the speculation. The thing is, so what Ripple is doing is just amazing. And it's something because, you know, payments are taking a long time, you know, to process and to settle. And mm-hmm. so, you know, in terms of the real world, uh, you know, time and transactions that Ripple is able to, our XRP is actually able um, to, to do, it, it's, I mean, it's, going to be groundbreaking for the financial industry. And as you know, the bankers, they're on top of everything anyway. You know, some people think they control the world as, as it is. And so, you know, they want to keep tabs on, on you know, staying relevant. So these people that think that cryptocurrency is going to replace banks and, and that the bankers are going to be, boot- yeah, you're just dreaming. That's not going to happen. If anything, they're already, you know, probably in control of what's going on are trying to seize control is what we've seen with, you know, the influx of money that has been coming into uh, the, the cryptocurrency market. And then also, you know, looking at, you know, like the Bitcoin futures and, you know, and then also what other governments are planning to do, you know, with cryptocurrency, you know, the positive things. And then also looking at the negatives, too, because people are concerned about, you know, uh, consumer protections and uh, regulations and, you know, how to make it safe because it is volatile. And so how do you protect the interest? You know, like we just had a BitConnect. Uh, and, know, and and we will definitely know, get into debacle. that. Yes, we will definitely get into that that later. And actually, and, and it's interesting you mentioned that because it seems like the real the the crypto truthers, yeah, we can call them the people who who, who definitely, <laughs> as uh, as someone tweeted yesterday, um, I came for the technology, I stayed for the brutal life lessons. The people who are here yeah. for the technology, <laughs> uh, who really believe in yeah. decentralizing everything and getting you know getting yeah. you know more power away from the banks, whatever. Now now to be fair, you do work you know in the in the central, in the central banking system. You work for a, you know a big bank, Wells Fargo, so you definitely have a point of view. But what I find interesting is that. Even though the, I, that even though banks may not go away or may not go away quickly, I think eventually they'll probably go away, but it might take long, like like 40, 50 years, because they will fight tooth and nail with everything in their power using, you know, the cryptocurrencies, whatever the technology well, it is will available just, to do it. Yeah, well, it'll just evolve into something, you know, else they want to make it more efficient, obviously. Yeah. Um, so that will happen. But the bankers have been in control, really, of, of human history and, and evolution, really, for since you could go back to, you know, the uh, the Medici's, the and, and, yeah, you yeah. know, those Italian families. Yeah. yeah. Uh, back in the uh, 13th, 14th, 15th centuries. Um, and so they've been in control in their descendants. And actually, you know, there was an article uh, um, it was like the New York Times or. Um, some major publication that was talking about um, Florence and actually the same families that were in control 600 years ago are the same ones that are in control today. Oh, Lord, the, the Rothschilds and all that at, stuff. You know, the leaders. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. It's not getting into, uh, into all of that, but it's getting into <laughs> wealth and how wealth has passed down generationally. And that's one of the things that have been a big interest of mine because of, you know, the work that yes. I've done, you know, in terms of uh, policy and politics and, um, you know, social uplift, particularly with the African-American community and looking at our wealth numbers and looking at ways that we can, um, you know, improve those numbers because, you know, they're abysmal. And it's not that we're going to catch up to have parity with whites because they're not going to stand still. And it'll, it'll take almost 300 years. Uh, I don't know if you saw that article for African Americans to catch up with white Americans. Damn. Well, so that much. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so, so you, so you prefer, so you're about a hundred. Right. So even if you're not about like disrupting the system, you, you would, you figure it's be- best to work with the system you have than wait, than spending a lot of energy trying to fight it. 
Is that well? Yes, that's true. That's exactly what should be done because, uh, well, the, the the quicker way would be you know in terms of you know reparations, but that's you know another discussion which I'm very <laughs> much in support of. Not because I'm here for it. Handout, I'm here for it <laughs> because it's owed. It is owed, and for services rendered from you know. Yes, we built this shit for free. Of, you know. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So, but you know. Be, and then not just slavery, but then also Jim Crow, mm-hmm. and, you know, segregation and all the institutional the racism. Yeah, yeah, stuff. redlining, all that good stuff. Yes. Yeah. So yes, <laughs> it's all there. So, uh, but what people can do in the meantime? So on one hand, yes, you should be working towards political solutions, working with the system, no matter if it's a Democrat or Republican, and in that particular community, really needs to learn that and to hold our politicians accountable to make sure that we um, have mutual alliances with other their communities and not let people co-opt our history, our struggle and use it and we get nothing in return. So that's one thing that we can be doing. But then on the other hand, what we can be doing is, you know, doing the social uplift within our communities, making sure that we have strong families where, you know, uh, you know, where, you know, I believe that, you know, strong black men are marrying strong black women and having strong black children and that they are educating those kids, not only to know about themselves, but about the world, communicating with others, you know, just like our culture had, you know, 50 years ago where education was seen as everything, mm. uh, stressing education, stressing, you know, going out and either starting your own business, becoming independent, or, you know, excelling and, you know, seeking those leadership roles and positions to move and elevate the community. And, uh, and so that's something that can be done. And then looking at finances, managing your finances, how to build wealth, you know, how to save. That's something that we don't do. Um, you know, uh, well, well, actually, no, actually, I take that back. We do. We actually have high savings numbers, but all we do is we just save and some may not even save. We, we don't, we don't have like flower. access or education about a lot of you investment know. vehicles, what you're yes. saying, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And so, yes. So we do not utilize investment vehicles to grow our savings. So while you might accumulate $50,000 over your lifetime, if you would have invested you know, a portion of that, you would have a lot more to then pass on to your descendants. And and wealth is everything in terms of the United States because we're a capitalist society. And if you look at people and the positions that they're in now, a lot of them come from backgrounds of, you know, wealth or privilege or some kind of financial um, access, whether you look at Barack Obama from, you know, his grandmother gave him half a million dollars. Whoa, I did not know that. (laughs) I did not know that. How how many black families their grandma and grandfather gave them, you know, a half a million dollars, you know, or, you know, my father went to Harvard, you know, how many, you know, of us can say that our fathers or others even went to, you know, Ivy League schools, not that that's the end all be all, but that's just an example. Hey, um, Harvard is the Morehouse of white colleges, so I gotta say it is <laughs> major key. <laughs> you know, I have a nice appreciation of that, having you know gone to Atlanta this weekend. Yes, nice. and I really understand what like Benjamin Mays and and the others were really trying, um, or trying to do that. And that's again, when we build wealth, we are able to then have more self sufficiency and independence, where we don't have to depend on others to feed, clothe, educate, medicate whatever our people in our community, we can do it ourselves. And, you know, when I was in Atlanta and I went to Morehouse and Clark Atlanta and, and uh, Morris Brown and by Spellman and, you know, and I saw the area in the community, I was thinking we really need think about our wealth position to be able to then improve the quality, not only the quality of our schools, just 
physically, you know, the grounds and all of that, but being able to have people that have resources to um, give to, you know, universities, to their endowments, to help them to grow, just like you look at Harvard and Yale and all those who, you know, they send their their alumni, you know, send money, send checks. They oh, please believe will, more, the Morehouse planning. Alumni Association is on my ass. Yeah. So they're they're definitely yeah. working on it. Yeah, they're, and they're, they're definitely learning, working. They're and learning. and to be and to be honest, like you know, they've had facilities built and rebuilt since I've been there that we didn't have as far as like a new you know like the new dining hall, the, the Ray Charles Performing Arts Center. I mean, I was an English and a drama major. That really would have been helpful if we had that. But I really love yeah. I really love your you know the, the the focus on on black empowerment and, and wealth. That's something I'm very interested in because I am black and I'm in Bitcoin. Yeah. It's yeah. also a big subject yeah. of the black people in cryptocurrency group. Um, if you guys get a chance, yeah. check that out. It's it's a really good group. A lot of, I mean, a lot of differing opinions and viewpoints in there too, but a lot of education as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the last question I want to ask you real quick is, is, so you mentioned that you went, you know, you basically kind of went shopping on, on, on these last couple of red days. What did you pick oh, up? Yeah. Anything interesting yeah. that you want to share with us? Yeah, well, I, I just wanted to get, uh, because I kind of, not stayed away, but I just kind of watched Cardano, for instance. And so I picked up some uh, Cardano. Cardano? Okay, so I what is you real quick about Cardano? Because I've heard a lot about that. Yeah. I've heard a lot about that. What interests you about Cardano? The, the Japanese Ethereum. And oh. they're actually a source game of scholars that are actually, and some of them had previously worked with uh, to make a better Ethereum. So uh, so that's a coin to watch. And then okay. of course Power Ledger um, taken is based in um, Australia. And that's the one that dealing with the power grids or something? Quarters of it. Is... Right, yes. So one of the things I look at in terms of my portfolio and, and what I want to invest in at coin, because I mean, there's so many out there. And so people have this question, well, how do you know? And even the, the detractors, they're always well, like, well, how do you know what to invest? Something and lose it, you know, the next day. Well, what your due diligence and one of the ways that you, uh, what you can do to protect yourself is not first to diversify, but then also people who are leaders in particular industries, like for instance, Power Ledger and, and energy, in terms of they're like the very first mover in you know cryptocurrency and dealing with you know with energy, and I'm sure others are going to be coming after them, uh, you know as well. And then you look at kind of people who are improving on you know existing platforms and and basically are setting up platforms that other people can utilize and build on that and so you see that with ripple you see that with ethereum you see that with lisk you see that with um, you know i mentioned cardano um there's one that in terms of banking okay for example, yeah like uh like bank. Uh, but you look at coins that are disrupting industries and that are going to have long range plans and ramifications within those industries and those are the ones that you want to put your money behind verge is another one um in terms of what they're doing with privacy coins Ah, okay so so what makes verge any better than say dash or or monero so a lot of privacy coins out there it's sick yes so yes that's true uh, but it's also the community, the community support, and they have a huge community support. But they do have a lot of people that are kind of angry at them, especially after what happened with uh, leaking IP addresses. Uh, New Year's around not New very Year's. private. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to think of what they're doing. That you know, it's making it, it's, uh, you know, totally uh, obfuscates the IP addresses, and uh, and it's something where you're able to you know have complete privacy, but then turn it on to where if you want to use their public ledger uh, as well. And so uh, you see that this is going to be a huge concern because. 
because like we mentioned earlier about regulations coming in because see so right now we're in a really good period and, and what your listeners should should understand is that if they have not gotten in yet they need to get in as soon as possible okay because we're at a point now where yes. I mean, this year is going to be the year of mass uh, adoption in terms of, or I should say, the flooding in of institutional money. So because a lot of people, you know, have been talking to, you know, brokerage houses and, you know, their, you know, investment advisors and, and asking about Bitcoin. And, They're and, woke. You know, huh? a lot of, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. And, and they've done it, you know, on their own, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. You know, in terms of the big institutions jumping in, they're going to be doing that this year. And I think when that starts to happen, you're going to also see the concern, the call for regulation. And so then I think your privacy coins are going to really spike because, you know, people want that privacy for whatever for whatever reason. And some people, there's some detractors like to use that and say, well, you know, these coins were set up for, you know, drug use and for neo-Nazis and for, you know, all these negative things. But they seem to forget that our fiat dollars do the same thing, too. Well, and, and not only that, so, but I don't necessarily you know, need someone to know how much I have of, of anything. I mean, it makes you right. a target and, you know, it's it's, un, it's unsafe, not yeah. practical. Yeah. I mean, it's not even about like tax yeah. evasion or, 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 you know, That's illegal right. activities. Right. I don't need That's you right. knowing how much I have. I'm not Trevon James. I'm not posting my block folio every night. I don't need you knowing how much I have. <laughs> Yeah, and that's right. And that's well, people just want freedom and they want privacy. And, you know, and and a good aspect of the whole, you know, cryptocurrency is about, you know, the open ledgers and that anyone can see them. And, you know, and that's a good point. But I think there are things and times where people want privacy for particular reasons, not for anything nefarious, but for very valid reasons. And I think that's the one way that the privacy coins as well will spike. So, you know, that's why I also look, you know, at privacy coins as, as well. And so that's for me, that's kind of my, has been my approach to investing in cryptocurrency. I know a lot of people like to go after these different fads and all of these different coins and, you know, and, and to each their own. But mm-hmm. in terms of what I look for, um, you know, those are the things, you know, that well, I... Well, look, sure, Pat, so. when you put you put me on Ripple when it was at 23 cents, yeah, I, I, was, I was not about that Ripple life, but after I went on your show, <laughs> I was about that Ripple life. And look, and as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to XRP, even though there it is highly bank-affiliated, I feel it's probably the banks, mm-hmm. you know, you know, uh, late to the party, you know, uh, grasp at trying to get into a cryptocurrency. They mm-hmm. feel like they can control or dominate, or whatever. It's not going to work. It's yeah. too decentralized. I mean, and regulation will will yeah. probably come, but even still, it's you know by nature there will there'll be the rise of the mm-hmm. privacy coins or other ways to just kind of keep certain yeah. things private. So don't worry if. if but Ripple, don't count them if, out. Don't yeah. count them out because with Ripple, see, so Ripple out of all the coins, they have. Um, gone through the whole like regulation checks like they really have a big focus on that and a lot of people on their board have worked in like the federal reserve systems so uh so yeah so they're really positioning it so when the hammer comes down which i do expect at some point you know Mm -hmm. because uh, because you know we've had this thing with bitconnect and i'm sure it's not going to be the only one right um or the only coin that's going to have problems and then there's going to be an outcry and then when the hammer comes down i think that's when you're going to really see ripple also take off because it's already, um, already yeah, done the checks. But it's, yeah, they, yeah, yes, yes. And so that naturally makes them the one that, um, and so we're going to see the, the rise, you know, ripple of you even further. I mean, I mean you can see them. It, you can see their strategy. Yeah, it's it's a long term hodl, and I say that only because, like you said, you, you've got all the all the you know it, it's it's the one if all the coins that's set up to survive any kind of regulation, it definitely is Ripple. But also, even if yeah. you don't believe in its mission, and I quite honestly I don't, I think it is a little too centralized. Yeah. I think it is a little too bank friendly. But 
I'm here to make money. I'm a get, I'm out here to get these bags. So if if That's it's right. going to be off of Ripple and 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 they're and and they're coming kind of late to the party with the bank or something like that, I'm fine with that. I'm more than fine with mm-hmm. that because I've gone from 23 cents to now what a dollar 51 today. It is yeah, been bonkers. Yeah. In, in, in like the space yeah. of a month and a half. So get your money, y'all. Right. You know, as, as to quote Han Solo from Star Wars, I'm not in it for your revolution, sister. I'm here to get paid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, so let's yeah. get to crypto in the news real quick. Um, so, yes, as, as we're all aware by now, I'm sure, BitConnect, or as they say on, on YouTube, BitConnect! <laughs> had to halt lending and its and and its exchange platform. Actually, there are I mean the the BCC token is is kind of at a standstill right now. They had to halt lending in, in their exchange. They were suffering under crippling DDoS attacks over the over the last of uh, three or four days. They said that the people who were doing it said they're not going to stop with the DDoS attacks. So they they took that into account along with the fact of two cease and desist letters, one from Texas North Carolina and all the bad press they're mm-hmm. getting. They're like, you know what? We out. Now, they didn't exit scam mm-hmm. like a lot of people are saying they did. What they did do, which you know some might say isn't terribly much better, is that they gave us back our loans plus a little bit of interest uh, in the form of, of BCC, which is their proprietary coin, BitConnect coin. Now, I've been hearing different rumors. Uh, now, obviously, when, when they cashed out to everyone in BCC at one time, it made a mad rush for the door, <laughs> mad panic to get rid of your BCC. I know I started to try to panic withdraw and stuff. Thankfully, I was not able to panic withdraw um, easily because the site was was you know getting crushed from from server load, and then also the other exchanges which were still selling BCC were also getting you know crushed under the load as well. Now the price of BCC dropped from the 363, which they said they were going to cash this out at, down to about mm, what was it like $21, $23 a check a minute ago it's pretty bad but there might be a glimmer of hope now take it for what you will take what you will you know a lot of the the, the high the high, the high level promoters who honestly have no incentive to even show their faces these days have gone on camera today to say that they've heard from fairly reliable sources that BitConnect is looking to reopen their mm-hmm. internal exchange because they shut it down uh, temporarily while they're dealing with everything, and that they are going to pay us out. P- people who had made loans in the last two months are going to mm-hmm. pay everyone out their their uh, their money in, in Bitcoin in the amount of three three hundred sixty three per coin. So, I, I mean. As far as I'm concerned, with the price being $25 down from, you know, 363, I've got no choice but to hodl. I mean, what's the point? I mean, there's you never know the long term of this company. They're still working hard to, to create their their uh, their exchange, their BCCX ICO. They're not abandoning that. They haven't, you know, left the face of the earth. So, so worst case, maybe I can get a little bit of value more than what we have right here down the road with the coins I'm left holding. Or best case. They actually deliver on the rumors, so I'm just going to hodl for now. What do you think about all this, Patwin? You weren't investing. Well, I think uh, I stayed away from BitConnect because, you know, like I said, doing due diligence and you know, kind of, and I kind of listen to what you know people say, you know, in the in the chats and on Twitter and all. And you kind of you you don't take that you take it all with a grain of salt, obviously. You, sure. So if somebody says, "Oh, invest in this coin on Twitter," or what? Don't <laughs> don't just do it based on that. But you know, I I kind of looked at how people were hyping up, you know, kind of being in the investment world community. I, I saw there were and a that lot was of the worst part. Too, were doing the hype. and yeah. saying yes about it that just did not look right. That's just not professional. 
And so I kind of stayed away from it. And then a lot of people that I trust that, you know, I follow on YouTube, you know, that are, you know, kind of leaders in the crypto um, community. Um, they were like, well, it's a scam, but you know, some of them, they are testing it out just to see how it works and, you mm -hmm. know, for, you know, kind of the educational purposes. Um, but yeah, and then here you go, this is what happened. So I think people need to learn, use some of the principles from regular investing, like whether it's in the stock market or, you know, investments and kind of apply that to crypto. Yes, it's kind of a different area, different field, things are different, but a lot of the same investing principles are, are the same. And so I think just why I saw Trevon's, uh, uh, is it Trevor or Trevon? Trevon, Trevon James. James yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen his YouTube and I watched a couple of his videos and he's I, entertaining. I he doesn't know what he's doing, well but he's entertaining. <laughs> I just was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know about this. And so there you go. And this is unfortunate because now this is people who don't want folks investing in cryptocurrency are now using this. You've got people who, you know, are out there even as we speak who are out there saying see we told you bitcoin is bad and yeah, and, and this is and this thing that blows together. my mind the most is that there's so many people who couldn't wait to cheerlead the implosion of this thing because they never got into it and all, all i will say is this while it it is well, it was high risk as it as are a lot of these cryptocurrencies mm -hmm. and lending platforms right. period uh, and people want to call it ponzi and everything although I would counter the biggest Ponzi scheme in America is the American Stock Exchange with high frequency trading. Another story, but if yeah. you, but the thing about the, about BitConnect is that if you that the only people who ever really spoke badly about it were people who never were, were into it. They never really missed a payment until until recently. And then when they're shutting down, they're being fairly transparent. They didn't total exit scam like a bit petite did. So I kind of give them credit for that. But also, it was not a favorable outcome. I get it, and mm -hmm. I think what, what mm -hmm. I think the uh, the hype in the end really kind of got to it. The hype of of the way yeah. it's being promoted the way all of the uh, all of all of the promoters were, were doing it the mlm system just do like maybe one level five percent on on your first level just call it good like like a like you're a coinbase referral or something just do that don't have yeah. to if, when you have multiple levels it does get very sketchy very quick and a lot of uh yeah a lot of internal pressure to to, to really push mm -hmm. uh, referral so that's right i don't know gg uh bcc we're gonna miss you uh, I enjoyed getting those daily payments, but we are on to the next thing. <laughs> and the next story, actually, is this Alibaba news. Have you heard about this, uh, Patwin? Alibaba uh, actually, no, setting up a crypto mining platform in China. Said, so, no, tell me about it, yes. Yeah, yeah, no, so so basically everyone knows, everyone's been freaking out that China's kind of putting the screws to crypto miners uh, and and making it making life difficult on electricity and stuff to the point where a lot of Chinese crypto mining operations are looking to places like Canada, who's given open welcoming them with open arms. And now you hear something about how Alibaba launches a crypto mining platform despite restrictions. Now that seems it's not even so much like it seems fishy. That just seems kind of strange to me as far as. As far as if they're trying to get all these miners out, why is Alibaba setting up shop and buying in? And the only thing that makes sense to me is that, you know, the what's frequently called like the Amazon of China, although I think they're now bigger than Amazon. If Alibaba is setting up shop, then it seems like the, the Chinese government is clearing the path mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. for one crypto mining system one mm -hmm. crypto uh, cryptocurrency you know market and one cryptocurrency mm -hmm. market deliverer so basically they want to own the whole yep. Yep. crypto market from yes. to nuts from inception to to transaction to delivery and that mm -hmm. is, it puts Alibaba in a prime position to deliver mm -hmm. those things yes and if you know Chinese history and kind of how they've been operating in terms politically this makes complete sense 
but also look at it in the terms of how the rich operate too. And that's something that people, um, you know, it's kind of a curse kind of knowing history and <laughs> just kind of <laughs> things, but I can see how it's working in terms of the market, how, you know, you have the whales going in there and creating fear, people on Twitter creating fear, um, especially when certain coins, they were like, this happened with Verge, where it was just amazing. Just all the people coming out, just saying it's a scam. It's all this and that. And it was just, and you know, and all these crazy things and lies and because we're in a totally unregulated market. So people can get away with this where you couldn't, you know, in, in other uh, areas. And, but you, what you see happening is they're positioning them, themselves now. They want to be the early adopters because means and these things go up hundreds, thousands of dollars, then it's just an obscene amount of wealth that is, uh, you know, going to be generated for them. And um, I remember seeing an article where they're saying soon we're going to have trillionaires and people were wondering, yeah. well, how could that happen through the stock market? Because we know Jeff Bezos, um, in theory, uh, is, is the richest billion, man right? on earth. Yes, yeah. yes. But it's really, you know, a lot of these old families that have had money for, you know, that really are there. But, you know, that's another story. Okay. But, you know, that, <laughs> Shadow but, you know that's how being investing in cryptocurrency, I, I see, I can see now, that's how we become trillionaires. Yeah, own, owning owning the market, owning the means of production, all that stuff. And and uh, something I found something I found on Twitter. Um, I mean, and Bitcoin Twitter is the best Twitter. Trust me, y'all. I mean, you get so much great information and rumors on there to get ahead of some trends. They're talking about V Chain, which I really hadn't heard about until until this tweet. Where basically uh, V Chain is kind of like um, uh, I think they're they're building another another platform that's kind of China centric off of on V Chain, and basically they it, it kind of you know. Bring, ties together all those rumors where they say that uh, it, it's trying to be a goods exchange using both the renminbi. Which is, did I say that right? Renminbi, renminbi. The you know the, the Chinese currency and 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 uh, V Chain as payment methods that are the only accepted goods in which that are part of the V Chain ecosystem and can be tracked. So they're doing this for control. You know, not surprise from a communist country, but they're looking to, like I said, to do to own everything in crypto in China from inception, transaction to delivery. Oh, did we lose you, Patwin? Are you there? Oh no, Patwin is. Patwin is temporarily mute. He might need to leave and, and jump back. Oh, there you go. There yes. he is. Okay, I think sorry. I got it. <laughs> okay, so 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 yeah. So, so, uh, so yeah. So so basically, I uh, was just reading the the tweet from Korean Jew. Great name. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where, where uh, he where he says that they're they're looking to own you know the entire you know process of, of cryptocurrency in China. And once again, rumor. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know how substantiated, but mm -hmm. this is where you get a lot of great information. Bitcoin, Twitter. Yep. I actually have a list. Let me see. I have a list. If you look at my list, is it up there? Uh, Bitcoin. It needs to grow, and I'm actually trying to crib other people's um, uh, other other people's members off their list. But if if you follow on Blacks and Bitcoin uh, or at Blacks and Bitcoin on There we go. Sorry about that. Hello? Oh. I can't. Yeah. I, I don't hear you. Yeah. Can, can you hear me now? 
Hello, can you hear me now? Hello, can, can you hear me? Hey, how about now? Okay. I there we go. You. All okay. right. Sorry about technical difficulties. Yeah. Still working out the kinks. Thanks for hanging with, with us. Uh, but yeah, so so basically, you know, Bitcoin Twitter is a great resource. Um, you know, find some people on, on Twitter who are talking about Bitcoin. Lots of good information. Uh, also, and then, of course, the big story of the week was, you know, uh, was cryptocurrency losing, was it 40% of its value or whatever over the week? Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of a lot of fear and, and loathing out there. And then, you know, it's, it's already starting to turn. It is already starting to turn. <laughs> yeah, get them while they're cheap. <laughs> it's yeah. Big well, discount. That's what people have to do. People have to realize things don't just go up, 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 up forever. There's natural corrections. Everything's going to crash. Is the stock market going to crash? Yes. Is the cryptocurrency market going to crash? Yes, yes, it is. But it's all going to keep. But if you look at a chart, it's all going. It's going in an upward direction. And so you just buy on the dips. That's what you do, and then let it just watch it when it's you know when it's um, growing and look at those opportunities. And when they come along, like I got you know Cardano and I got some uh, Power Ledger on, yep. on the dips, and now they're up. Yeah, and and what you and also what you need to do too. I mean, and and as someone who's been hodling since early 2013, I mean, it everything seems like like it's the best day in the world or the worst day in the world. But just a little, just a, a touch of perspective here. One thing I like to now, yes, these hockey stick you know charts look really cool and everything, but let's keep things perspective. I like looking at the log scale, the logarithmic scale, which is basically by percentage of of market cap of a or or, or total value of a coin, how it reacts, and generally it's up into the right in and what looks like fairly you know i mean while these are all big jumps you know, at the time or feel like in dollar value they're actually really steady and up into the right so everybody chill everybody, everybody relax we all know in january every, you know the the market goes into a little bit of slump in in crypto mm -hmm. we've seen it for the last four years actually i think i had a there it is last mm -hmm. four years you know last three years it goes into a slump in january some nonsense some people think it might be with chinese lunar new year who knows but mm -hmm. you know, we've seen this before there's a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. Just, just keep calm and huddle on. And from what I hear, the Wall Street bankers getting their bonuses next week, so everything's gonna be rosy again. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so let's well, but, get it. Well, I think what people need to do, like like you say, people just need to huddle and and think long term. I see. I think of this as my retirement. That's what mm -hmm. I think of it. Even though I have my you know IRA through through work or four hundred one k, um, I you know. How's that I, looking I compared to your crypto my retirement. portfolio? And I might be able to retire sooner than later, but that gives me the mindset of not turn when things dip and, and all of that, but just, you know, keep it focused on like this is long term. Right. And these coins are still in their infancy and big money has not yet come into the market. That's what people need to understand. It has yes. not yet come in. So if you're in as an early adopter, like if the market for me to yes. get back to the amount of money that I put in, I, the market would have to completely crash, and if that happened, we probably have other bigger things to be worrying about, like <laughs> yes. you know, a missile from North Korea or something like that, where you won't be thinking about crypto. So, um, but that's the point in getting in early, so that you can it's easier to weather the storm because you're always up, even if it goes down. So. Amen. Amen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so now it is time for your favorite, my favorite. It is. The honorary Trevon James coin count. Oh, where, where am I going to Hold on a second. I had, I had it all ready to go, too. Here we go. There it is. Okay. Yes, our honor, our honor, our Trevon James honorary coin count. Where I count my coins, and you get your coins, and we all get rich together. 
Now, <laughs> there we go. So, so now it was a bad week for the for the coin count. It was very, it was very, very stressful <laughs> week for the coin count. But we still are in a position to make some money. Actually, I had my worst trading day in a while, or not even trading, but my worst hodling day in a while yesterday. Our coin portfolio <laughs> was down 20% yesterday, but today we're mm-hmm. only down one in a little bit so we're already on our way back and it was a pretty yep. pretty brutal mm-hmm. uh evening so here here's bitcoin we saw what bitcoin did last seven days it just went on a wild ride bitcoin's gonna do what bitcoin's gonna do we are also what else are we hodling let's go look at the overall currencies what else is looking on on its way back well so on last hour it's a little bit down but over look at the last 24 hours we're on our way back everybody eth up five percent yep. Ripple, yeah. <laughs> Ripple, up thirty percent. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, your Cardano, twenty percent. Litecoin, five yeah. percent. All right, struggle much. Um, I'm getting more interested in Neo. We'll talk about that in the future podcast. Dash, oh, come through, Dash. Dash up almost eleven percent. Monero, the privacy coin that we know for a fact works, <laughs> up nine percent. Mm-hmm. Tron. Damn it! I was I saw it down there at like four or five mm-hmm. cents, and I thought about getting some, but I'm like, you know what? We might not hit bottom yet. I'm just being greedy. <laughs> it's already back up. And where is it? 53%. Where is it now? Is that um uh, just about, just under eight cents? So seven, yeah, point zero seven nine cents. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's 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 making a comeback. Now it's not at the thirty cents earlier. Just if they didn't have. Yeah, go ahead. If they didn't have a large market cap, that would just be so amazing because all the money that's been flooding into there, but it takes it. You know, so much like, to what, move it. Sixty-five yeah. billion, I think, is it's. Uh, that's the supply. Sixty-five. Oh, that, that's. Uh, oh, that is. Uh, that's market. Okay, that's the. Is that the market cap? That is the market cap. No, that's yeah, the, the total yeah. supply. That's the supply. Okay. Yeah, it's market cap is oh, five point yeah. two. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes. Yeah. The total supply. Yes, yes. That's yeah. right. The total that, supply. That's and a whole that's lot something of that I've been watching. I've been watching, looking at these coins, and kind of seeing how they operate. And that's why I noticed. I've been seeing. You know, since we. Because uh, I've been, you know, kind of monitoring since it was at like 50 billion um, <laughs> in terms of market cap for uh, for cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. and I've noticed I see money flooding in, but they're not necessarily going to the bitcoins. The like, like, uh, the, I mean, yeah, oh yeah, our Bitcoin like, dominance is down to 35 percent. Smaller coins, and a lot of them are like those crappy coins that nobody, you know, shitcoins. I, I believe and I the really term is that is a sign. <laughs> That people are just using that to create more money and then move out of those to then buy up more of the, you know, the prime uh, coins. But then also it makes it harder for people who get in later to be able to make bigger gains uh, because, you know, those coins will not have that exponential rise as they've had, you know, in the past. Like Ripple, for instance, you know, under a penny. Right. Now, if you buy Ripple at, you know, a, you know, a dollar, two dollars you're not going to have as big of a game, you know, unless, you know, there's really mass adoption with it. And it does take over Swift. Then you could be looking at, you know, three figure for Ripple. But, but you know, but that's it. so that's something that I've noticed about the market. Yeah. Well, and also people see something like Bitcoin at like 11,000, you know, 12,000, whatever plus, And they feel like it's just too big. It's just too big. It's that's too expensive. Right. I can't get it. They want something they can actually own. So that's why Ripple has been very popular because it, you know, it's got yes. a huge market cap and also it's affordable, et cetera, et cetera. And who doesn't want to throw like 20 bucks at a coin and be like, yeah, if this thing ever gets to a dollar and it's like, you know, five or six cents, you know, they're sitting on some stacks. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, that's yeah. a lot of psychology involved in a lot of these coins absolutely 
Um, keep my eye on Binance Coin. That's that's performed pretty well for like, over the last year. I think it was like number seven biggest gainer over the last year. Binance the exchange blowing up. Also, we are also hodling. Uh, so we looked at Dash, looked at Litecoin, looked at ETH, BAT, basic attention token. They're gonna they're gonna be making a big move. I think in the second quarter of this year, they're basically coming after Google's advertising business. Good luck with that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they're up 42% on the day. Excellent. But you know, but but let me just comment about that real quick. Sure. But you know, just last week before these comments about you know what Trump was saying about these different countries, there was actually <laughs> new. It was actually um, you know on Twitter it was trending that you know Google, Facebook, and others are censoring you know more conservative outlets and all. And, and people are really fed up with kind of the uh, kind of been what's been going on in terms of kind of stifling free speech and discussion. I think this creates an opportunity for, you know, uh, the cryptocurrency coins that are kind of in that sphere. It's like, uh, like Steam, for instance, Absolutely. Um, you know, could benefit from, from something like this. And so kind of knowing that news, that's also an opportunity for investors to kind of think about, you know, investing in these coins. Because I think Google and Facebook and all are going to be challenged. Um, you know, in terms of, you know, their hegemony they have over social media. Yes, break break up my bell. Uh, storage on is, is also on its way back up, uh, 15% back. And this is one that's a little near and dear to my heart. It was, uh, I found out about them about four years ago, started by, uh, by at least one Morehouse alumnus, um, Sean Wilkinson. You know, they've been at this for a while. And then to hear about Filecoin coming in with some $257 million ICO sucking up all the oxygen. I'm like, storage has been here for four years. Store, and then mm -hmm. basically the idea behind storage is like a decentralized type of Dropbox. So instead, so instead of having mm -hmm. you know all your stuff in the cloud centralized by you know Dropbox the company, you know yep. you could have it decentralized, spread out on a network of computers. So there's no one single point of failure. Mm -hmm. I'm pulling for you, storage. Get you some yep. storage. And I like storage because I got in at 70 cents and already you know more than doubled. So you know it's not bad. Or Sounds like stuff. they're innovating the the uh, the industry. That's something that they're doing. So that looks like something very interesting to absolutely to, uh, look into. Stellar. What are and your thoughts like, on Stellar? And it sounds like EOS. Are you familiar? So, no, no. So, yeah, so sell me on EOS because I, I've looked at it a little bit and I kind of didn't quite get it, so I backed away. But, but it sounds somewhat similar, right? EOS? Is that how you say EOS? EOS? Oh, did we lose Patwin again? Hello. Okay, well, so he says so – he's looking at – think about EOS. We might get into that a little bit later. Stellar is one I've had my eye on. Um, Stellar is pretty, uh, is still, oh, it's, it's up 26% on the day. We like that out of Stellar. And then also Sub, Substratum, giving us our internet back. Substratum, here we go. It's looking like, a wow, 13% on the day. It's very encouraging. Very, it's exactly what I like to see. Um, and then also RCN, the Ripio Credit Network. Ripio Credit, RCN, there we go. Ripio Credit Network, peer-to-peer -peer lending, y'all. Making a comeback, 19%. Feel free to jump in anytime, Patwin. <laughs> and, uh, and my apologies for everyone listening at home. This is our first time having a guest. So, you know, we're going to have some glitches here and there as my CPU struggles to keep up. And then also the Bloom token uh, is, is basically trading at about a dollar 46 it run up to over two dollars now back to dollar 46 
I originally got into it at a dollar twenty-six. So dollar forty-six is not too bad considering the blood and carnage of this past week. Are you back now, Patwin? Oh no, I think we might have lost him. Lost him. Uh, okay. Anyways, uh, so that is your Trevon James honorary coin count. Thank you for participating. Love this stuff. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna soldier on. We're gonna look at our altcoin of the week. And actually, I need a horn. There we go. The altcoin of the week. This is going to be Electronium. Let's check out Electronium. <clears throat> this is an interesting. This is an interesting coin. Only um, um, it's mostly because it is mobile based. It's mobile first. This is a. Uh, this is basically allowing you to be able to mine its currency on your phone. And it's a little bit kind of rare, too. It's only available on Cryptopia, which was not allowing new users until just a few days ago. So once I saw Cryptopia was open, I went in there, snapped up an account, and I'm looking to buy some Electronium. And basically, it's it's been featured in a lot of different places. It's... Uh, uh, based in the UK, a uh, huge crowd sale, 40 million hard cap, which they've reached. So they've got money to money to burn to keep developing out the site. Um, look at all this Bitcoin. Wow, that's a lot of Bitcoin raised. For oh, wow, that's that's a lot of Bitcoin raised. Um, and and yeah, and it's really easy to use, easy to set up a wallet. I've printed up wallets myself. Um, those are all looking uh, really good and to, in preparation for when I do buy some Electronium. And you can store it on your phone, store it on a paper wallet, you know, and, and they claim to be unhackable. They claim to be unhackable wallets. I don't know about all that, but, you know, you know, still security is, of course, a concern for most of us. So feel free to check it out. It's ticker symbol, and let's, let's just take a look at the ticker of it all. ETN. Come on now. ET. There we go. Electronium. It is at trading at 12 cents, an affordable 12 cents for Electronium. So definitely get uh, go out and get some because it could be, especially with the whole mining from your phone. Think about how often you leave your phone on. I mean, we leave our phones on overnight while we sleep. You know, you know, we just have we just have them on for comfort sometimes for all of our notifications. If we could be mining and making cryptocurrency while we're doing other things while our phone is still on. Well, that's something that, that's very interesting to me. So take a look at Electronium. The ticker symbol is ETN, currently trading at 12 cents. Okay, so did we get uh, Patwin back? Oh, no, I'm sorry, Patwin. It looks like we might have lost you, lost you. But um, thanks for, for stopping by. If you if you hear this, if you are able to get back on and, and we can hear you, please jump back on. You've been a great guest. Thanks for putting up with all of our technical difficulties. My bad. Um, oh, let's also swing around to the ICO. Did you know this week's ICO? Did you know is going to be focused on? There we go. Yep, no more Patwin. He might come back. Uh, this one's ICO. Did you know is going to be focused on? We drops. No, sorry. We power on the ICO drops uh, site, and We Power is is a blockchain-based green energy platform. Which would be interesting, and and basically it is its ICO starts in 14 days. Wow. Oh, okay. 127,000 people are lined up for this ICO. That's pretty baller. Now, sadly, now now this does meet all European uh, regulatory requirements. Oh, is he back, Patwin? Hello.
Hi. There you are. I'm sorry. That was yes. I'm sorry. No, that's that's right. It might, it might be me. Yeah, you know, like I said, I'm still figuring out the kinks. Hopefully, we'll be a lot better for people next week. Thanks for being our guinea pig. Um, but we just <laughs> no we, problem. But, but briefly, just covered electronium. Do you have any you know uh, salient thoughts on electronium? Uh, I've been hearing a lot about it, and I've actually been kind of monitoring it on, uh, you know, on a coin market cap. I um, I know that they were working with like you know mobile payments, mm-hmm. which is going to be huge, and then yeah. that's something that's going to be done in, um, in in Africa and Asia, Latin America. Those are huge. Those are huge places where uh, uh, mobile devices are utilized, and actually in America, actually in uh, quote unquote minority communities, actually mobile uh, cell phone usage is, is higher than it is in other areas, other communities, and so. Um, I haven't invested in it, uh, but I'm just kind of watching and seeing what it does and learn. A lot of people are behind it and are supporting it, and, and I've seen a lot of hype, um, good hype for it. So, um, to say about it. Oh, I can't hear you again. <laughs> There we go. That was me, not you. Sorry. Okay. This, is gonna be, this is gonna be a very fun edit <laughs> today. Uh, but yeah, yeah. But I do mo- have one yeah, go ahead. I do have one quick comment. There was one coin that I wanted to mention that I think everyone should kind of look at, and that's EOS. I don't know if you. Oh, EOS. Not okay, EOS. yeah, yeah. Let's, let's check that real quick. Yeah, what were your thoughts not on EOS? Not EOS, but it's uh, Ethos. Ethos. Oh, Ethos. Oh, yes. I'm actually on their list. Yes, yes. I actually subscribe to, to something of theirs. I get like emails from them now. Yes, e- okay. Ethos. Yes. yes. Yeah, talk about Ethos yeah. real so quick. I've been, yeah, so I, yeah, I invested in them back in, I want to say November, um, when they were actually less than a dollar. Um, and, you know, what they're trying to do, they're trying to basically replace uh, uh, Coinbase, you know, and make a centralized <laughs> wallet where you okay. keep all of your coins and do uh, all of your transactions through your own personal wallet. On you know, uh, whether it be download the app, download on your phone or on or, or online. And so I, I, it, that's huge. That I mean, I wish I'd gotten in on the ICO. That would have been mm-hmm. like that's the was the perfect opportunity. But I think that's going to be easily a three to four figure coin, you know, in the wow. future. Yeah. Uh, just because of what they are trying to um, trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you can see, they're only on, I want to say, coin exchange right now. Oh, but really? as soon okay. as they get on other exchanges. Yeah, because they, they made it up to about ten dollars a, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Up to ten dollars. Now, I think they're at about we're six, at seven, six seven thirty nine currently. Yeah. Twenty yeah. percent today. Yeah. So um, that's a coin that people should definitely, you know, think about investing in, um, kind of look at what they're doing, read their white paper. But I think they're going to do some amazing things. And so people should keep an eye on that coin. You heard it here first, everybody, on Blacks and Bitcoin. <laughs> Ethos. Get ready. And, and we were briefly covering WePower. It seems kind of interesting, um, a, a green energy you know, platform-based uh, 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 coin. And unfortunately, I don't believe it's available in the U.S., <laughs> As as is a lot of these coins these days, oh, but okay. yeah, I know it's, it's really annoying. Yeah. Um, and but um, it's one to keep your I eye on. I know that like Tron. Tron's well, we can get Tron. Well, Tron's only on Cryptopia, but I think oh oh was that the was it its ICO not available to us as well? Oh, I think there was a, like I, it, maybe it wasn't Tron, but I think it's like some a lot of these other coins that are really high movers right now mm-hmm. that are having a lot of like the momentum behind them. A lot of them are just in Asia. 
right um you know our sim parts i don't know if you noticed that with you know some of the coins and like we wouldn't necessarily have access um you know to them at, at this time maybe in the future Mm -hmm. um well what sucks uh, with some of these icos is that that because of regulatory uncertainty a lot of coins just shut out u.s investors entirely which you know is is unfortunate but i mean like like the b token you know really hot one which kind of came to Mm -hmm. my attention recently and you know unless you were an accredited investor i mean you just had no shot in the u.s so yeah kind of kind of sucks yeah um also let's check and you know that's interesting about being an investor you know the mm. credit investor people should look at that because you have to have a certain net worth yes. and it's so annoying <laughs> when you're speaking about communities of color how many of us are in that category so that's something that kind of people should be you know aware of yeah. you know, in terms of how other communities get the advantage economically economic segregation almost it, it sucks i mean like and like yep. you said the whole mm-hmm. wealth disparity between you know uh yes. Af- african-american communities and, and predominantly white communities it's just i mean it's sad so yeah so that's what that's why we're all here for bitcoin or, and crypto in yes. general it's no barriers to entry yes. and we just want to find these great new coins that's to right. get in on for cheap so 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 we're, like yes. we do every week we're going to put up a, a poll on on blacks and on at blacks and bitcoin on twitter asking you whether you th- you feel like you might want to invest in WePower. Take a look at WePower. Go to their site. Go to the, the, the icodrops.com slash WePower. That's like a, an ICO watching uh, 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 site. And then and also to, and take a look and see, you know, see what you can see as far as, as, far as um, whether you, you should invest. Our coin poll for last week, which I believe was the Telegram ICO. Where did it go? Telegram. Is this me? There we go. The Telegram ICO. Do you think you'll invest in it? And 6% said, hell yeah. 40% said, hell nah. So the yeahs have it. And let me tell you, I want in on the Telegram ICO. Have you heard about this one, Pat Wynn? They're going to probably raise no, a billion dollars. So Telegram, you've heard of Telegram, right? Like the messaging service that all these different you know, yes. uh, coins yes. use yes. Uh, just to, a lot of times for like customer service, really, but also to kind of get messages mm-hmm. out about their coins and stuff. Telegram has yep. over 180 million daily active users. They add half a million a day day all right they are exploding out of controls from the guy who did like the 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 russian version of facebook called vk back in in russia he kind of got screwed out of out of his company by putin and his cronies and so now he's he's out with the new you know platform uh telegram he owns most of it he's looking to keep most of that control via coins you know mm-hmm. in-house but still they're looking to to do i think up to 44 percent of the total offering in coins and this could be one of the hottest icos we have ever ever seen they've got 100 they basically have 180 million you know uh ambassadors for the platform and the service so the second they come out with a coin it's going to be hot i mean it's going to be kind of like kick uh starting up their own coin on on the stellar platform they've got 50 million users mm-hmm. already in there i mean th- you want those type of coins that already have use cases built-in audiences <clears throat> and and a platform ready for, for it to use it's gonna be it's gonna be huge Tell okay them. Yeah, they're good. Okay. I think they're calling it. The, okay. They're going to call the the okay. unit a, a gram, like G R A M, and then uh, and they're talking about calling it the Telegram online network. They're going something like T O N is going to be another be a, another ticker for it. So keep your eye out for that. It's going to be really, really big, really big. Um, okay. Oh, and it, it's 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 that time. Ask a BTC guy. Send me your crypto questions. I'll give you ten dollars for my. BT and ten dollars in BTC from my Coinbase tipping wallet to the top three questions I get each week. Uh, you email them to me at blacksinbitcoin at gmail.com. I'll answer them on the air or the pod, and you can mm-hmm. get and you'll wake up one day and find ten dollars in BTC that you didn't have before. All right. So my first question is from Clara. 
And Clara asks, in this down market, are you selling or buying? Well, duh, we are not selling. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. We are not yes, selling. Not selling. Yes, the the Wolf of Wall Street. I'm not fucking selling. We are not selling. We are <laughs> hodling, baby. We're in this for the long haul. That's why I stress yes. only hold coins that you believe in or or know it, or understand what they do because that will definitely get you through you know the the rough top, the rough patches and the rough weeks as as you will always have in any kind of investment. So That's yes, right. Clara, thank you for your question. Ten dollars BTC will be on your way after this podcast, but we are not freaking selling. Um, Miranda, Miranda actually had like four questions. But we're going to whittle it down to two because we're running a little over. Uh, do you have any tips for beginners to the whole crypto game? And, and what are some of my favorite coins to hodl in 2018? Well, hopefully, Miranda, you've been listening or watching the podcast. We covered a lot of our favorite coins. Uh, if, you're, yeah. <laughs> if you're looking at just getting started, I have what I like to call the Bitcoin Starter Kit on blacksandbitcoin.com. On the left-hand side, uh, you know, click the Bitcoin Starter Kit, and this kind of gives you a nice, you know, uh, well, I wouldn't say brief, but a fairly detailed overview of how you can get started. Everything from what is a Bitcoin to how do I get some to how do I keep mine safe. I mean, and I was, and when I wrote this in like 2014, I really was about that security. I was doing offline transactions, Pat Win. I was like, you know, just, <laughs> I was super paper wallets and safes and baggies inside safes, waterproof, <laughs> fireproof. You know, uh, I'm gonna get back to that. I mean, security is very important. I'm gonna get me a a a, a, a nan, a, was it, a Ledger Nano S uh, pretty soon. But yeah, secure mm -hmm. your coins. Secure them. How do you secure your coins? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, well, you know, actually, my coins, I actually am living a little dangerous. It makes it easier, I found, to kind of going in and out sometimes into coins if you just want to, like, increase. Uh, like, for instance, I will dip into Stellar, like when you were mentioning Stellar before I, you know, dropped off before. I yeah. went into Stellar a couple times just to protect it when, you know, there was, like, a down... Um, a, a down at one time, or I go into red coin mm. just to um, increase it. So, yeah, so I don't, I don't, if, I don't suggest that for everyone, if you can, you know, can, you know, can manage it. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm one of those people that utilize the exchange. I know I'm bad. No, 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 no. Look, we, we've all been there. I mean, I might still have a few coins floating on exchange, you know, here or there. So, you know, no judgments, but yes, definitely try to secure your coins where you yeah. can. And then, yes, and then Clara, I would, so I think if I were to do like a top five to hodl for 2015, 2018, sorry, I would do, you know, the big three BTC. ETH, Litecoin, <clears throat> I, I mean, you know, hate, hate it or love it, Ripple, it's not going anywhere. That money yep. ground thing should be big. <laughs> Western Union also, yep. that thing. And then also, I guess the fifth one, what would be the wild card? I'm really, there's some more I need to look up, but, <clears throat> and I know it's been hyped to the heavens. Steam it's very interesting because it definitely has a use case, yep. definitely is building up. Um, a, yes. a community. I don't own it yet, but I'm looking forward to owning it. Tron, I think, is is definitely a long term play, but I think it's going to be fine over 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 time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, those are those are the top ones I would say. What, what's your what's your coin top five for 2018? Um, I would say, well, of course, Ripple. <laughs> I would yep. say uh, Ripple, uh, Ethos, um, Verge. Okay. So that's three. Um, Power Ledger. Okay. And um, I would say Cardano, but um, <clears throat> I, I know Cardano long term, but okay. just because of its market uh, uh, or its uh, total supply, mm -hmm. uh, that's uh, 
it's that's kind of a little bit problematic. It's twenty five billion. Um, <laughs> but if they're trying to become the uh, next Ethereum or overtake Ethereum, then that doesn't matter. So yeah, I'll throw them in. I'll throw in Cardano. Okay, Cardano. Um, I I don't have to study them. Yeah, have you know big communities behind them, uh, a lot of support, a lot of institutional money in some of those coins. Well, actually, in uh, three of those coins: in Ripple, Cardano, and um, um, Power Ledger. Um, as well and so you kind of have to look at those also read i would suggest for people read the white papers do your due diligence yes look in their communities d-y-o-r do your own research very key very key make sure they have a large community major key because that's where you can get a lot of information and there's also support for the coins yes because if you look at the coins after this dip the ones that have big strong communities those are the ones that are rebounding yeah, you know, even even, even if it is like self reinforced, I mean it. You know, it, it all matters. Mm -hmm. It all matters. You know, and it, it, some people say even look at the GitHub's to see if there's been any like you know activity as far as like updating the code and maintaining it and something like that because that could tell you a lot about a coin too. I was I was I hate to admit it, but I was uh, an investor in Potcoin after the whole Dennis Robin North Korea thing. I got sucked in by the hype, and that coin lost like sixty percent of its value while I was holding it. I got out of it. There was no there's no community activity. There no, no one was doing anything really. I hear it made a bit of a rebound recently but i was out of it mm -hmm. I mean, besides i mean when it comes to this type of stuff i mean anyone could just use like a different cryptocurrency for you know marijuana type stuff and i'm surprised yeah they're not doing it anyways yet <clears throat> but i mean the community does matter when i was going on reddit looking for community support before i dumped my pot coin there was none when i went you know looking to github to see if there'd been like update stuff there were none so yeah it's mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. do your own research d-y-o-r yes. good stuff yeah. and then also the so last those are the things stuff. i would suggest yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, and Reddit, Reddit is very key. Reddit, community, social media, all that stuff. Crypto, Twitter, it's all great. Mm -hmm. um, and then last one is and JJ. YouTube. You, oh, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube is is just free. Mm -hmm. I mean, they should. I mean, well, I'm not saying don't get any ideas, Google, but I mean, they really should be charging for how much free information there is and all this mm -hmm. stuff. I mean, don't pay mm -hmm. anyone anything to learn up on crypto. Just go to YouTube. Go to you know yes. you know just. Google's Google, uh, search for stuff, and Google's gotten really good at its at its AI at you know you know lining up the you know the the, the visual crack for you just to, to snort it all up, just to watch it all because every yep. time you're done with one, there's another one you want to watch. It's amazing. YouTube's yep. a great resource. Yeah, yeah, good call. And then JJ, final question: Is this? Oh, and thank you, Claire, for your question. Ten dollars in BTC coming your way. Uh, oh, sorry, Miranda. <clears throat> uh, JJ asks: Is this a correction or the popping of the bubble? And that's when I go back to, you know, to, to, uh, I th think this, uh, this picture, it's, uh, you know, this is just a normal January in crypto land, Nor normal January in Bitcoin. It's what it does. It goes down and it pops right back up. Um, people who are into technical analysis and charts are saying this is classic consolidation. Mm -hmm. It's kind of going up and yep. down, up and down, up and down, kind of coiling up. It's almost like a spring. All this energy will break out mm -hmm. eventually. So, I mean, I think we could see 20, yep. 25K yep, think... Bitcoin soon. Yep, I agree. And I think I, I think the whales are also so you having a lot of different things that are happening, just all of the things that you just mentioned. And I think the whales are also playing their games, which you see them do if yeah. you kind of watch, you know, the charts. Yep. And so I think they're trying to scare people. They're shaking the weak hands because, like you mentioned, the bonuses are coming. So people are going to be investing there. Um, the tax cuts with the tax season, people's rebates, that's going to yes. happen in the institutional money. So I think the market is intentionally being lowered so that when people get in, they can get in at a, at a better um, position. And so that's why people should get in now to, to have that platform because it might be more difficult, you know, in, in the future. 
They're trying to scare you, y'all. Don't let them do it. Yes. Don't let them strong do it. Hands. Yes, we can. No, we, we're strong here. We've been holding since 2013. And then, and so then this week's for the culture. Now, my background is entertainment, and occasionally I like to talk about things other than Bitcoin and, and cryptocurrency. And okay. I sometimes like to share my views on what I've watching and have been watching. And this is going to shock many of you who have known me over the years as my previous lives as movie critic and avid uh, uh, cineast. But I have never really seen The Godfather. So I set out to watch the Godfather trilogy this weekend. I had no idea each of those bad boys were over three hours long, so I only got through one and two. But it was pretty cool. Um, it was there's some, there's some, all those memorable lines you hear about, you know, in seeing them yeah. in context was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and you know, a lot of I mean, a lot of stars before they were stars. I mean, it's you know, all these just, everyone looks mm-hmm. so young. Yeah, what do you think about the Godfather? Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. No, I love the Godfather. I, I've I've seen it enough, seen all three a number of times, and actually saw. I think it was uh, number three, a part of it during over Christmas when I was visiting my parents. Nice. And yeah, they're on that Netflix. The one where, where Michael went to uh, Nevada, was out of Nevada, and the senator was in, and they had that little con- interesting conversation where the mm-hmm. senator basically was like, you know, I don't like your people. Yeah, I don't like you slimy Italians. Yeah. You. <laughs> yeah and so yeah and so that kind of resonated with me having done politics and all like yeah i know that's exactly that's how that that happens um but that's how they do business though so it's a good series and i think it's it has a lot of life lessons where people can understand how politics works and also how communities how people started off at kind of the bottom yeah as, as oh, immigrants i mean Italians we're a nation of immigrants yeah, it's the American dream. Yeah, We're a nation yeah. of immigrants. I mean, a lot of yeah. people. My mother, yeah. personally, she came from Panama when she was twelve. You know, everyone. You know, she had like seven brothers and sisters. I mean, you know, and she had to kind of wait her turn because they started going when yeah. she was six. And you know, not rich people, not at all. You know, and just even for her to have her own house, a son who's somewhat self-supporting and doing his own thing. I mean, it's is is an achievement. So we don't always yeah. have to. We don't all have to be end up being like you know a, a big mob that you know that mm-hmm. you know getting rich. In, in multiple states, sometimes the American dream is just making it and just having you know a simple life. That's so right. Remember but that. You see that progression. Yeah, you see that yeah. progression. But it's also an interesting point, also in that same time frame where in Nevada, where somebody from back when he was a child, which he, you knew his father was coming back and wanted the band to play a more of Italian song, and he and basically he was like, "You're a sellout. You're selling out." <laughs> you know, um, and that's kind of interesting to how people are trying to advance themselves and better themselves and kind of that dynamic with people who want to keep the old ways in their community too. So it's very interesting, very interesting uh, movie. Yes, and remember, and remember this too. As we all get bit rich and and, and crypto crypto rich, just remember, remember your roots. Remember to use our mm-hmm. our newfound wealth for good to bring other people up and to yes. increase our our sense of community. That's, right. that's what it's all about. And so, so that's pretty much going to do it. I'm uh, my weekly prediction. I'm loath to make any predictions anymore because I suck at it. Last week I said BTC would end <laughs> up at sixteen thousand five hundred. That clearly didn't happen. I'm delusional, and so, and I'm predicting we might still have some some pre-Chinese Lunar New Year hangover going on. So next week's prediction, if I must make one, will be twelve thousand seven hundred dollars BTC. So we'll be on our way back up, but a little bit of slow crawl. I think we might really kind of hit the ground running going into February, but sooner the better. You know, don't mind me. I don't know what I'm doing over here, <laughs> but I like to give a big <laughs> thanks to my to my guest, Patwin Lawrence. Yeah, I mean,
Thanks for hanging in with all the technical difficulties. You are a true trooper. Uh, I owe you another, I don't know, another appearance either on my show or your show, however you want to do it. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming on and, and spreading your knowledge. It's been good stuff. All right. Thanks. Do you have anything to plug? I, I, I usually ask people if they have anything to plug. Anything to plug of yours? Uh, well, you know, I do a show on uh, Twin Cities News Talk uh, with my co-host, uh, Jamar Nelson. It's the Black Republican, Black Democrat show where we discuss uh, all types of issues, well, mainly politics, but all sorts of issues. We did a Bitcoin show uh, with Eduardo. That's how I know him. <laughs> and uh, things but from a black perspective. Um, and uh, we, we find that that's so critical because so much information doesn't get to our community like cryptocurrency yes. um, and good information and, you know, smart information on how to invest and how to improve your lot and then do it in a way that's beneficial to the community, not just as an individual. Um, and so that's what our show is about. And so it's on Saturdays at uh, 6 p.m. And then we also have a podcast. Uh, podcast our show is podcast if we're not live on or when we're live on air and then um, sometimes we'll just do the show if we're being preempted which we will be preempted most of this month because of the, the sports the playoffs yes and the dramatic yeah, wasn't that amazing I was in Atlanta I think I heard like people all the way down in Atlanta scream <laughs> you know when uh, when Diggs uh, captured you know caught the ball and, and made it to uh, made that touchdown so that oh, so we're hoping yes. the Vikings there they just have the uh, the Eagles uh, this Sunday, I think. Yeah, and the Vikings and, are favorites, um, and you know, I'll, and I'm not like betting directly on the game, whatever. I'm, you know, but I might do some fancy football type yeah. stuff. But I, my money's on the, on, on the Vikings. Yeah. I like your chances. Yeah. yeah, they're they're trying to get to the soup. They're home to the Super Bowl. That's what they're That'd trying be to do. Because usually the Vikings, what you saw in that game Sunday, that's usually what happens to the Vikings, where they're ahead <laughs> at the beginning, and then usually that third quarter they lose it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they're calling it the Minnesota miracle because it is a miracle because usually that would have been it for for the Vikings. Yes. but you know they've done well, and so we just I just hope the best. All right, well I guess we're all Vikings on Sunday. Good luck to your Vikings. <laughs> uh, where can everybody find Blacks in Bitcoin? Well, it's in the title BlacksInBitcoin.com, uh, free for everybody to see and use. You can also follow us on Twitter at Blacks in Bitcoin, Facebook Blacks in Bitcoin. Instagram, Blacks and Bitcoin. Do you see a theme here, people? Uh, we don't have Snapchat, none of that. But also, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Music, SoundCloud, or wherever your favorite podcasting outlet lives. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have one. It's where we have, or you might have found this podcast by, by chance. The better. drops on this There we go, and I'm back. Sorry about that. Um, wouldn't have been a, a podcast without me dropping out of a technical difficulty. Anyways, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, thanks, Patwin, for for joining us. And uh, also, feel free to use any of my referral links below. Open up a Coinbase account. Use my referral link. You'll get ten dollars with every t with your first ten dollar uh, deposit on Coinbase, and I'll get ten dollars if you do so. So appreciate that. And thanks for bearing with us, everybody. Appreciate it. And you know what? You know, if you're into Bitcoin and you love it like like I do, like we do, hodl if you hear me.
Peace.